Hey guys, welcome back to the Friend of God podcast. This is Aura and I am your host. I hope you're all doing well. And if you're new here, hey, I hope you stay. This is the Friend of God podcast. And like I always say, my desire is to see people know that God can and would love to be included in every aspect of their lives. So I really just hope that from this episode today that you take something tangible, something that you can apply to your life, something that you with God and yeah I hope also that you enjoy it and you're able to you know have conversations with your family and friends that being said today I'll be chatting with a very good friend of mine Hannah Williams honestly I do not know what I'll call this episode I don't know the title of this episode so I'm just kind of playing it by ear but you know guys let's meet our, our, our guest for today Hannah hi hey I'm so excited to be here I, I'm so excited like this is your first time on this podcast obviously and I'm like wow I'm so excited for people to just you know hear your story and have an insight into your relationship with God because I think like you have a very unique genuine relationship with God and I'm just excited for people to know that oh thank you no worries anyways so Hannah introduce yourself to the people to the listeners like your name where you live your age where you're from maybe like something that nobody knows about you oh my gosh okay (laughs) um well my name's hannah i live currently in edmonton alberta which is crazy Mm -hmm. um uh i'm 23 about to be 24 in january um something that someone doesn't that no one knows about me that's a tough, tough one. Um, hmm. uh, I honestly don't know uh, what people don't know about me. I think I'm kind of an open book. Mm-hmm. But you are. I can say like something fun, something fun about yourself, or like a fun fact. I guess sounds like a connect group question, but mm-hmm. um, something fun about myself. Um, I went skydiving with my dad. That was pretty fun. My dad and I decided to uh, go skydiving. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best experiences of my life. When was this actually? Like, what age were you? Um, this was... I was in university, I think. Uh, maybe in the summer after my first year. My mm. dad and I just decided that it would be a fun thing to do together, and we did it. Wow. Uh, you guys, honestly, fun fact about Hannah, she loves adrenaline. Like, anything that gives you adrenaline rush, Hannah is there. Yes. I don't think I'll ever skydive. Like, I like the idea of it, but I do not think I'll ever skydive in my life. I, I don't know. It's- I see people doing it. I see videos on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you just have to push yourself to do it it's the most like freeing experience ever i felt so free when i was like falling down in the sky it was amazing. no no <laughs> it's scary like your life is literally flashing before your eyes yeah i guess that's what that's what makes it fun <laughs> what so you what okay <laughs> i don't even know but what if like the parachute doesn't work or uh i mean i trust god enough that no. You know, when my time is, <laughs> you know, that's my time. But right. I don't think it's my time yet. But 
Th- mm. That's just me. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Well, I hope um, whoever is planning on taking skydiving classes or whatever it's called, you know, trust God and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And like <laughs> Hannah said, you feel free and you probably look back and you'd be like, wow, I actually did that. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Anyway, so Hannah, we are going to do a little icebreaker before we get into like our discussion for today, basically. Awesome. Are you excited? Are you ready? I am ready. Alrighty. So if you could live anywhere in the world for one year, just one year, where would you be? Um, hmm. I would probably live somewhere tropical, like Bora Bora or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to be warm all year round and yeah. have the sun and not be in you know minus 30 degree weather mm. so i would say somewhere warm for sure yes oh everyone can attest to that yes definitely somewhere warm somewhere that i don't have to look like i'm going hiking in the mountains <laughs> in like winter time yeah you know what i'm tired like i mean the winter season is like very soon and mm-hmm. i'm just bracing myself because I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go outside and, like, warm up my car. If it's outside, I have to scrape the windshields off. And I just, I don't want to be outside when it's cold. You know, the snow, I can deal with the snow. But the cold, that's something yeah. that is not for me. And Yeah, no, no, I don't like the snow. I think, like, even the people that have listened to this podcast since I started probably know that I hate cold. I always say every time, I'm like, Mm-hmm. Australia or like just somewhere that isn't as cold as here yeah the cold is the worst 100% anyways next question if you could write a book that was guaranteed to be a bestseller what would you write about oh my gosh that's mm-hmm. a tough question um I would probably hmm, write about I guess maybe the importance of like a godly community I know that's Mm. weird but it's something that um I've been telling my sister a lot because she's um 17 Mm -hmm. and just been telling like I can see the impact and even in my own like in my life in my friends lives I can see Mm -hmm. how much that has impacted um people like who you surround yourself with like makes such an impact on your life even if you don't like realize it right away right so I would probably talk about like the importance of finding a godly community and something surrounding that because it really does um you know influence your life Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with you we're talking about this I think in the bible plan that we we are doing together and it was about it's talking about friendships but godly community and we were talking about how like even COVID just covid happening has made us realize that you know godly community is important before covid like i'll be like yeah you know it's great to have friends you to have people in your life but like after covid happened i'm like bro <laughs> yeah yeah we definitely need people like mm-hmm. even just one two three people that you trust and you know you love and can support you and encourage you and you also do the same like that's that's priceless yeah, I mean, the quote too is like, show me your friends and I'll show your, 
show you your future mm-hmm. um that one has like definitely um had an impact on the way that I see like who I surround myself with right my close circle because that is something that I've for sure seen like if you know back you know five years ago looking at my friend group you can tell like where I was headed mm-hmm. so those things like I think are very important to consider as well yeah definitely can't change the trajectory of your life definitely mm-hmm. for sure all righty last question if you had to change your name <laughs> what would your new name be and why would you choose that name oh my gosh um you know I like my name because you can spell it backwards and it's still the same oh my god that's true there's actually a word for names like that I think it's palindrome or something like that oh yeah that's so true but yeah I don't know I like my name and I don't I can't even like imagine having a different name like Mm -hmm. when I look at at, like a picture of myself I'm like would I suit this name and probably not Mm. I don't know if I could choose another name. You know what? I think I would just stick with my name. <laughs> I've been thinking. I'm like, what name will fit, fit like Hannah? And I'm like, I can't see any other name apart from Hannah. Yeah. And if I did, like, I don't want it to be like some basic name. I mean, Hannah, I feel like it's kind of basic because it's very common. But yeah. I, still, I still like the name. Yeah. It fits you, and yeah, it's 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 a good name for you. So we'll stick to Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> no new names here. so hannah so for the question that i always ask every guest that comes on here what is your favorite book and why my favorite book is love does by bob goff Mm -hmm. i absolutely love this book i read it um not too long ago i mean i read it maybe at the beginning of the year fully started the book before but I got around to finishing it at the beginning of this year Mm -hmm. um I've bought it for a bunch of different people because I honestly think that this book is the best Mm -hmm. um the book is really about like choosing love and like choosing to love people and Bob Goff does like an amazing job at um kind of incorporating all these like little stories that are so impactful and his writing is so fun and light that it's easy to read and it really challenges you to like take action with the way that we love people Mm. Um, and he brings it back like every chapter to you know god and kind of centers the each chapter on like kind of the purpose but kind of ties in you know scripture or god right mm-hmm. and it's so good like it's so funny and lighthearted and really challenging and motivating that's my favorite mm-hmm. book oh i love books that are like that you know just like you can actually feel like you're sitting with the author of the book and it's just i love books like that but when you were speaking i was just like wow you're reading a book about love and even 
when we started our friendship i would say like four five years ago which is so crazy to think about right now like when we first became friends i think that was the number one thing that stood out to me about you was how you loved people not only like people in your close circle but even the people that were just basically strangers in church to to us or people just coming in and it's crazy to to see how you're constantly trying to love more trying to look like jesus trying to love more like jesus every day every every year as you can you can say but yeah that's really nice love oh, that thank you that's nice all blame <laughs> that's nice <laughs> yeah. all righty so hannah a lot of people may know you from my um podcast like people listening to my podcast may know you some people may not um but i want you to just kind of talk about i guess the past five years in the sense of like where you've lived because you lived somewhere before ottawa right before you were in ottawa so for people that don't know hannah was in ottawa and she moved to edmonton but where were you before ottawa and why did you move to ottawa and then we'll go from there yeah, for sure. Um, so before I moved to Ottawa, I grew up in a small town called Wasega Beach. Um, I lived there pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. I moved to Ottawa um, for school back in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I spent the next five to six years of my life, I think, um, in oh. Ottawa. So... Um, was definitely a wild ride yeah that's crazy and now where are you i am in edmonton alberta i moved actually a month ago today that's crazy what wait today today one month ago i moved so it's been one full month here that's crazy seems like it was just like a few days ago that we were all crying when you were leaving (laughs) Uh, i know it's like you're kidding a month it's been yeah one month and it's crazy the amount of things that have happened in Mm -hmm. one month right it's um no we're out here we thank god Mm -hmm. and it's been a wild ride for sure how how are you liking it Edmonton? like let's talk um is it hard to transition what do you think yeah it definitely is hard i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. i miss my favorite food places in ottawa Mm. (laughs) so sad because they don't really have a lot of shawarma places in edmonton it's mostly donair um and i miss my shawarma place in ottawa um they i think that ottawa has one of the best shawarma places ever on bank street (laughs) If you know, you know. Shawarma Palace, right? That's what it's <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you know, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and bubble tea. My favorite bubble tea place is Presso Tea. And oh, they have Presso Tea here, but it's not like the same. It's like a different chain mm-hmm. that's called Presso Tea, but it's not the same. But um, they're so far the best bubble tea that I've tried in Edmonton, and I've tried a lot. <laughs> so, wow. But... Um, I miss my restaurants and my food places. Um, I guess also just like the, I guess I got really familiar with Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Now that it's like a new place, I'm trying to like embrace like exploring and trying new things. 
and going new places but i definitely miss there's like a lot of times where i miss like the familiar miss you know right that's valid because this is where you've like made a home for the past five six years and Mm -hmm. so packing up and then moving all the way to another province not even in the same province like edmonton is in alberta right we're in otherwise in ontario so you're moving to a whole nother province like that must be a huge change must be a huge change and i know that a lot of people move a lot of people go through transition seasons so my question for you would be how did you know that you were making the right decision to move like did you hear from god or was this just something you felt like you needed to do for yourself Mm -hmm. yeah um i mean it started off with thinking that this was going to be a financial decision Mm -hmm. i my boyfriend and i we thought that um moving here we were going to save money because he would well actually the original plan was that we would both go live with his parents that plan did not pan out um as i'm in an apartment by myself and Mm -hmm. he's living with his parents but um so originally we thought it was going to be a financial decision you know we save money be able to eventually put a, a down payment on a house and um get married so that didn't happen and when those plans changed then we went to god and we're like okay so is this something that you really want us to do Mm. and we were both kind of confused i was like like i was very confused and like god like what is it that you want me to do um after praying i definitely felt like god say that this is the right decision like this is you know where I'm supposed to be I did ask for a sign <laughs> when we were in Ottawa yeah because I was like this is like a big decision like I'm moving right. away from my family my friends like my job I had to look for a new job and so I was like okay god if I get this new job um and I applied after the closing date so I was like mm-hmm. god, if I get this job I know that um I'm supposed to move mm-hmm and so when I got the job, I was like, okay, God, so I'm actually moving. Right. But then after that first obstacle came up, I was like, okay, but is this really what you said? I was kind of like mm-hmm. unsure. Um, but when I prayed, I felt peace. And, you know, I watched this video from Robert Madu, um, a pastor in Dallas. And basically the video was saying that like with faith, you're not always guaranteed to be like 100% certain. Right. Like that's the thing with faith is that sometimes you're not going to be sure. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of one of those times when I mean, I asked for a sign and that sign like I got the job. But right. then at the same time, there's so many obstacles that kept coming up. That I was like, oh, like, is this actually what you said, God? So it's kind of like on like doubting a bit. Mm-hmm. I had to come to a point where it's like, this is faith and i'm gonna do this even if like it doesn't feel like Mm -hmm. i'm 100 sure i'm just gonna step out because like i did feel peace about it so this must be like god and i just kind of took that faith step Mm -hmm. wow 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 so many things that you said like just now i'm just like wow i need to we need to pick and talk about them so you talk about asking god for a sign (laughs) (laughs) it just took me back to my high school years when i'm like god please 
show me a sign like that this is the guy I'm meant to be with please (laughs) (laughs) but um but that sign for you was getting a new job and you know it made me actually remember um I was watching one woman she's uh, her name is Dr. Faith and she's like she's into ministry she has like a lot of courses for prophetic people and she really just dives deep into the prophetic and I love that about her but anyway she she said something she was like um someone asked her a question I was like how do I know I'm meant to move to a city right Mm -hmm. and she's like people she's like people try to over spiritualize it that's exactly what she said people try to over spiritualize it that the thing is she said the best thing to do is apply to jobs in that city mm-hmm. or apply to a job yeah in that city and if you get the job then move there <laughs> like god allowed for that to happen that means you should go there go there and so when you said this i'm like wow I, that's that that's very interesting you apply for the job you got the job and that was your sign and that's that's the type of god that we serve right he's really mm-hmm. into the details of our of our lives like you can say things that may feel dumb to you, but God is like, no, that's not dumb. You know, I, I, I can work with that. I can work with that, but that was really, yeah, that yeah. really stood out to me. I mean, I think too, it's like sometimes like we just need to, like we need to give something for God to work with. Mm-hmm. If we just like kind of pray and don't have any like action that kind of follows it right sometimes like you know I just think to myself like what would God actually work with like what am I doing for him to you know do something with Mm -hmm. and so like if I apply to a job there's something for God to kind of work with and I'm actually showing him that I'm putting my faith out I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm you know and sometimes I I find that like some Christians they're just like oh, I'm not going to do anything unless God does this. I'm not going to do anything or uh, until I see this particular thing. And mm-hmm. sometimes maybe that might work, but I find that in most cases, you just got to like do something. Like God doesn't condone laziness. We just got to like do that's the work. <laughs> right. That's facts. And kind of reminds me of that Bible verse that faith without works is dead. And, you know, God has given us all these resources here on earth for us to do something with them. So you do something with your hands, with your legs, with your time, whatever, and you let him work. You let him do the rest. Mm-hmm. You can just sit down and, you know, expect things to come to you. That's not the way the world even works these days. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. Something else that stuck to me was when you were like, um, you know, after getting the confirmation, you also still had obstacles in the way. You know, mm-hmm. and then there was doubt. So that is something that every single Christian goes through, you know? Like, God is, there's this confirmation that, okay, you need to move here. Okay, this is the job you're meant to do. Okay, you start the podcast, start the YouTube channel, or, um, you know, yeah, date this person. But then obstacles come, and you're like, is this really the way it's meant to be? the way it's meant to be so what would be your encouragement for someone who's going through that someone who is like god gave me the confirmation but now i see obstacles in the way and i'm i'm about to tap out (laughs) man that is so real i honestly this past like month and a half has been the craziest time of my life and 
if I didn't know any better, after the first couple obstacles, I would have also tapped out and be like, <laughs> what? This is not working. And because mm-hmm. we encountered so many obstacles moving here. So many. And I honestly was like questioning like, God, like, is this what you want for me? Because it mm-hmm. seems to be impossible to do what you said. And I think that, you know, there's always that kind of journey to the promise and I'm, I'm still on that journey right. to the promise and it's never gonna look like smooth sailing it I don't think that is ever gonna be the case I mean you look through the bible mm-hmm. God gives the promise and the journey to the promise is always filled with doubt or obstacles and trials and yep just crazy stuff I always think about Joseph like mm. God gave Joseph the dream and then 17 years later that's when he got the promise and throughout that time there's probably there was many opportunities for Joseph to be like, uh, yeah, I don't think that that promise was actually from you, God. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? Like, this that must have just been like another dream, right? So, throughout all of these obstacles, I really had to like remind myself of what God said. You know, God told me to move, so I'm gonna move. And throughout every single obstacle, instead of looking it at it as if that those are my signs not to do it it mm-hmm. was actually even more confirmation that i need to do it mm-hmm. because i realized that it was the enemy's tactics to prevent mm-hmm. me from doing what god told me to do Freak. yeah and, like if god has called you to do something your response is to obey like you know i there was many opportunities for me to quit or like change my mind but I realized that this is what God said, so I'm going to do it no matter what comes my way. And I just prayed that God, like every time an obstacle came, I just prayed and asked God to strengthen me to be able to overcome because I know that at the end of the day, like God has the victory and I just went to the victory and I'm like working from a place from like victory. So Mm -hmm. My encouragement would just be to filter everything through faith and not like doubt or um, fear. Mm -hmm. Because if you're filtering everything through faith, you're like, oh, this is just like another obstacle from the enemy. I'm like going to go to God and pray and we're going to overcome this. And to remind yourself of what God said, I think sometimes it's easy to forget what God said, Mm -hmm. but to go back and remind yourself of God's promise mm-hmm. um, because his word never returns void. So if he said it, he will do it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just need to wait until the time is right. And so I would yeah. honestly just say, like, remind yourself of maybe who God is, mm-hmm. that he is not a liar. He f- will fulfill um, his promises and remind yourself of what he told you because those things are going to come to pass. You just need to um kind of st- stick out the journey i guess you could say yes oh my gosh so so good so good as you were talking i just remembered one of our conversations when like all these things were happening and something that you said that i would forever hold on to was like you said all right i've had my emotional response already so now it's about time for my faith response to this situation and i was like <laughs> I was like wow like yes yes um I think as Christians it's so 
some people may be like i don't want to have emotions like i don't want to be afraid i don't want to i don't want to be sad about this thing going on you know i don't want to be mm-hmm. disappointed like it's okay it's okay to be disappointed it's okay to be sad but but make mm-hmm. sure that you are not sitting in the sadness sitting in the disappointment sitting in fear yeah. you you need to know when it's time to get up in faith yeah you need to know when it's time to stand on your faith and stand on who god is his abilities his capabilities like you said so yeah that was that was really good that was definitely something that i had to learn through all of this because mm. i think that sometimes like like as christians maybe we could even feel like i guess sometimes i feel like <laughs> i don't know like what the proper word is but like not a good christian or whatever yeah. because it's like i'm feeling a lot of fear and anxiety right now but i'm supposed to trust god and i do trust god but what like i'm feeling this right now in this moment Mm-hmm. And so, like, through all the different obstacles and challenges that we faced moving, I I cried, like, every single, oh. at every single obstacle. I'm mm-hmm. not joking. Mm-hmm. I cried every time, and I was so upset every single time. But mm-hmm. once I allowed myself to feel the emotion, to process the emotion, then that was a time to remind myself, okay, I know who God is. Mm-hmm. I and I I know that he is with me and that he does not leave or forsake me. So remind like just reminding myself of those truths. Mm-hmm. And then that enabled me to have a faith response because I was able to feel my emotion, process the emotion. But then I realized that if I'm going to get through this, if I'm going to make it to the other side, if I'm going to see the promise, I need to um like act on my faith i need to have a faith response because that is like the only option that i have right now it's like right i moved here i'm facing all of these challenges and like there's no turning back like i'm out here in the deep end you know like there's no <laughs> turning back so i have to trust god and that's my only option so i'm having my you know emotional response whether that's fear anxiety doubt anger right. sadness but I'm not going to let that determine me getting to my promise. Right. I'm going to continue to have faith. And that's what I had to learn through all of this. Yes, that's so good. And I think that's something that every Christian believer should adopt. Like that's a mindset. Process your emotions, but don't don't sit in it. Yeah. Like don't like wallow or stay in self-pity in that emotion. But yeah. yeah. Um. Something else that I was going to ask you, because I know that a lot of people struggle with this, is, you know, when it comes to big decisions like moving or um, starting something, you, um, some people have the, um, how do I word this? Some people think like, am I really hearing from God? Mm-hmm. Or is this just my thought? Is this just like my thought? Like, am I just thinking like, oh, yeah, maybe I should start a YouTube channel? Or, you know, maybe I should move to Vancouver. Like, I do want to move to Vancouver or something. Mm-hmm. Some people can be like, is that God or is that me? So my question for you is, for you, how are you able to tell, like, this is a God thing. It's not, like, it's not just a me thing. This is a God thing. Like, God's hand is on this. That's a really good question. I think that this is something that I still often 
like kind of deal with in my life mm-hmm. so as a question that is still ongoing for me but from my experience um the first thing that i would do is to see if whatever i'm thinking might be god lines up with his word mm-hmm. i think that's just kind of the first thing the most like simplest thing i guess you could say is right. to see if it lines up with the word of god in other cases things like moving to a new city or um starting a new job things like that you're not going to necessarily find in the bible Mm -hmm. so sometimes that's a bit confusing um i find that like sometimes god speaks to us in more tangible ways and then other times it's more like a whisper and we just need to get close enough to listen and those times it's often when you're like is this my own thought in my head or is this Mm, yeah and sometimes it's like what I mentioned earlier is sometimes it's just taking that faith step and being like, you know, I think this might be God and I'm just gonna take a step out and see. Mm-hmm. And other times, like, we can be more sure that like, we have, like, a peace about it. Right. Like, with this move, I felt peace. And God's peace is one way to also know that, like, it is Him speaking. Mm-hmm. So I would say that, like, if you feel peace, like, that's maybe one of the signs yeah. mm-hmm. from God. Yes. Um, I mean, oftentimes I'd feel insecure that like maybe everyone around me seems to like be sure that it's God mm-hmm. and I'm over here questioning it. But I think that it's like a muscle too, just as like faith is a muscle that sometimes yeah. you just need to like practice, like take that step out of, in faith and keep practicing it and it becomes more clear as you go Mm -hmm. so i i don't know i feel like that's kind of like a jumbled answer but no that was so good yeah it's just like sometimes you don't know for sure but you just need to step out in faith and other times you're gonna know like first for sure that it is him Mm -hmm. and those times it's easier but on the times that maybe it's a little unclear just keep praying and asking god and then right step out and just do it Mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of like a relationship with god and something that i always say like when you have a friendship with god you would real you soon come to realize that the way god may speak to one person is not the way he's like he speaks to you yeah way someone else may get confirmation about a certain situation it's not it may not be the way you get confirmation about a certain situation Mm -hmm. so Although you, you you may be listening to this podcast, whoever is listening, and you may hear like peace or you know certain things that Hannah may have done. However, it's so important for you to like sit by yourself, like Hannah said, sit with God and hear what He's telling you specifically. Yeah, like sit with Him, and you would it could be whispers, like Hannah said, and definitely peace. Peace is like peace is what I always go off of if mm-hmm. I don't like feel like i'm caring or you know seeing it in dreams like that's the way that god speaks to me Mm -hmm. what i go off of yeah so good i think that like we had i definitely had many conversations about this with you in years past (laughs) like remember a couple years ago just like i have no idea like Mm -hmm. honestly i'm clueless i don't know if this is god i don't know if i'm just hearing my own thoughts 
And I can definitely say from that point until now, I've definitely grown in that area. Mm-hmm. I think that first we also need to just recognize that God does speak to us. Right. He speaks to me and I'm able to hear from God. Mm-hmm. Cause I think before I was like, I don't know if even mm. even speaking to me. Is this like right. real? Like I don't know. And so once I was able to like accept that god does speak to me he wants to speak to me because he loves me and wants to have a relationship with me from there i was able to grow and really practice right from god and there's times when i took a step out because i thought it was god and it wasn't Mm -hmm. a mistake you move on and you just you learn you learn as you go it's a relationship and you're gonna learn the different ways that God speaks to you. Yes, I totally agree. I was even going to actually ask a question about that. Like if you have ever stepped out and it didn't work out or it was, you realize that, oh, maybe it wasn't God. Um, I feel like as humans, because we have like our flesh, when you step out and it doesn't work out, then some, sometimes the first thought is like, oh my gosh, is God disappointed in me? Mm-hmm. So would you can you speak to that? Like how how do you i guess navigate that how would you advise someone else to navigate that kind of situation i think that god is going like i think he's happy when we take a step out even if it's not him Mm -hmm. if we genuinely thought that it was and we were just trying to be obedient then Mm -hmm. i mean i think that there's no reason for god to be upset even if it's a mistake and that's even i think comes into play more so like when you're giving like prophetic words or things of Mm -hmm. that nature you know it's okay to get it wrong right you need to like you're taking that step out and like i don't know if you read translating god by sean bulls yeah i did yeah is a weapon but yeah and in that book that was really when i first like heard or i guess read someone talk about the mistake part like Mm -hmm. sometimes you're not gonna get it right and that's okay and you know it's practice and god's you know not looking for a perfect track record he's just looking for someone to say yes Mm -hmm. and i think that if you think that you know god is telling you to do something or say something or go somewhere and you do it and it turns out that maybe it was just your own thoughts or whatever like that's okay because you're just learning and as we all are and i've definitely had this happen in my own life you know giving words to people that i was like afterwards i was like "Mm, i don't know i don't really know if that was uh if i heard that correctly right (laughs) you know maybe i should not have gone and done that but you know, you live and you learn and you just like learn from the mistakes and you you're just you're on a journey and got to give mm-hmm. yourself a little bit of grace. Yes, definitely give a little bit of grace to yourself and also know that God is giving you grace as well. You know, I think when you live from a place of grace and not religion, when your relationship with God is based on grace, when you understand the true meaning of God's grace then you'll be able to actually navigate that whole situation of like giving prophetic words and not feeling disappointed in yourself or feeling like God hates you or is disappointed in you as well. 
yeah exactly future or here i'm just editing this episode and i'm really enjoying it i hope you guys are too but um previously we we're talking about like hearing from god and how to hear from god and something actually came to my mind and it's something that i have kind of learned from my mentor this past year and i was like huh it would be nice for people to know about this it's not like i know a big deal about it but you know i just felt like it's nice for me to insert it here and maybe you can do some more research if you're interested in that but there are categories of people and how they hear from god or how god speaks to them i mean and we have the feelers we have the knowers we have the seers and we have the hearers and the feelers are people who feel like that's how god speaks to them just by feeling like they can walk into a room and just feel like the atmosphere is heavy or they can be with you and they just feel that you know you're hiding something or you know you're not feeling okay or i think like this is what people call empaths in this day and age but um yeah those are the feelers we also have the knowers and for me the knowers like knowers are crazy like i'm like how do you just know <laughs> how do you just know i my mentor is a knower and it's so it's so weird but these are people that just know they can be like i just know that i'm meant to move I know that this is going to happen tomorrow. I know that, you know, this is coming and it is, it, it eventually happens and it's so crazy. And then we have people that are hearers and these are people that hear from God. So, you know, they, they hear audibly and they have no doubt in their hearts that they heard from God. And we also have the people that are um, seers and this is my category. I'm, I'm more of a seer than I'm more developed in the seeing realm than the other ones. I, although I would say that I also feel as well, but um, God speaks to me through dreams, through visions. And honestly, it's been so crazy seeing how I've developed in that aspect this past year. And it's, I think like the more you um, grow in your relationship with God and the more you research as well, you get to know like what category you fit in and just testing different things out. My friends and I, we kind of do some games to see where we are accurate in and where we're not. But yeah, that's just something that I felt like I should insert here. I'm not really sure if I passed it across well. I hope I did, but yeah. Well, guys, I know that you are enjoying this episode, but I have to cut it short. I don't want this to be like an hour long or an hour 30 minutes long but like usual stay tuned for the next episode and i hope you have an amazing rest of your week bye